0: This is LCR Media, Naylor Taliaferro again, back on the LCR Media Podcast here at Synced Live. Uh, everything's wrapping up, so we're trying to squeeze in one more episode with none other than Jay, what's your last Worth. Worth. that's right. Jay Worth, didn't want to mess up your last name I there, appreciate so it, man. I've, I've seen you all over social media, and, and with the, this conference here, uh, there's like a lot of new activity, and I haven't been on LinkedIn as much over Mm -hmm. the last couple of years. I've been so focused on all the other social media platforms. I don't even really think of LinkedIn as a social media platform. It's kind of like a but but it's an important business platform, mm-hmm. you know. And and, and uh, Angelique reached out to me on LinkedIn, and I didn't even see her message for like months, and I felt <laughs> so bad. But I had already talked to her by the time I found her message because Paul, I guess, paid attention to LinkedIn. Right, and, right. You know, Paul James and the Green Issue podcast, and he had talked to her, and 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 so between all that, that's when she got in touch with me through like nice. email
1: and all that. But so I was like, I guess I got to get back on LinkedIn, you know. So you know, I just I I understand the focus on the other ones from personally. Like, I, I use Instagram every day. I love Instagram, but, like, Facebook gets on my nerves. Uh, <laughs> Twitter <laughs> yeah, right. is just kind of a dumpster fire since Elon took over. So, yeah. I just, I focus on LinkedIn now. Right, right. Keeps my sanity in check anyway. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I hear you. Uh, well, what? So, so well, let's let's uh, let everyone know who you are and what you're doing because I know you got a lot yeah. going on. It, if I'm not mistaken, it seems like you're similar to me with a lot of things going on. You're you're hosting podcasts. You're working for uh, a CRM or software mm-hmm. company. You're you're speaking. You're you're a panelist at the at, at, at the conference. You're having a training session in the other corner of the conference. Like. Just hit us with it.
1: Uh, yeah, so um, I've got I'm a green guy. I work for Single Ops. Single Ops is an end to end business management platform. So you can do everything from take the customer data all the way through getting paid, sending the estimates, scheduling crews, um, tracking equipment. Um, you can even offer financing in the app. Uh, you know, if you're doing stuff like design build or big tree projects, you know that require a deposit. Um, so it's it's really pretty robust. It all syncs with your QuickBooks. Um, I don't do much with the software, and I like it that way. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a green industry guy at heart, so um, my background is in the industry. Um, I started out uh, landscaping in college, and that turned into a, a lifetime of working in the industry. And so what Single Ops um, really has a vision for is to help everyone in the industry run their businesses more efficiently, uh, win more business, um, hire more employees. They just want people to grow. And if that turns into business for them, you know, 10 years down the road, cool. But mostly they're like, look, we need to provide resources that are valuable for business owners right now. And so they needed somebody with experience to do that. Um, I had an existing relationship with them and somebody from the company approached me and and it's worked out since then. So um, I write our blogs for our website. Uh, I host our podcast, as you mentioned, uh, Green Industry Perspectives. And um, the other thing I do is I create free resources. There's um, downloadable guides about best practices for our industry. So, like how to streamline your sales process and make sure you're really tightening that up. Um, right now, I know a lot of people are concerned about whether there's a recession coming and and all of those things. Right, you got to make the most of every lead. So, there's this this free resource for you that's going to help you fine tune that process to make sure you're you're being as efficient as possible with every single lead that comes in the door. Um, we've got the same type of resources around marketing, email, uh, employee uh, recruiting, and retention. Change management. You know, you need to um, change, make a senior leadership change in your company, or um, add a new division, restructure the company, bring on a, a new software, whatever it is. How do you manage employees' expectations around those changes and communicate those things? So, we all these free. Re- I create all these free resources uh, for business owners around those types of topics. Nice. So, how did they find you to be a part of
0: this? (laughs) Like, what were you doing? before? We're going to go backwards. A lot of times we start off with what people are doing right now in the moment, and then we go backwards. We kind of get everyone all teased up, right? And then we do the flashback. It's like, wait, how did we get to this point? So, let's go back one step. How did did Single Ops
1: discover you? What were you doing before that to be doing all this now for them? So, I uh, was actually working for uh, a large landscaper, um, eight-figure company. The year I left, I think they cleared $14 million. Full-service wow. landscaper, big company, 120 employees. Um, and I ran all their marketing. I ran their inside sales team and all this stuff. We were a customer at Single Ops at the time. Gotcha. And so I actually was on Green Industry Perspectives podcast as a guest. Oh, wow. Um, and then... Uh, so I had this relationship built with their, their marketing manager and I was actually, I had left that company and I was working at a digital marketing agency. I thought it was going to be a good fit. On paper, it should have been a good fit. It turned out digital marketing is really soulless and like life-sucking for me. <laughs> like I just hated it. <laughs> and, um, and the old director of marketing um, at Single Ops approached me at like, just the right time and he was like, hey, we're creating this position. Are you interested at all? And I was like, yeah, man, talk to me about it. Nice. Um, I want to help people do better. So. Wow,
0: wow. All right, so now another step back. What were you doing
1: before you started working at this big company? Uh, so I started, um, in the, I got into my, my start in the industry in college, in between semesters of college. You know, I was home for the summer, uh, mowing lawns. Uh, and then the, the following summer, um, I found a full-service landscape or so, decking, hardscaping, plant installs, edging and mulching. I mean, like we did everything. Wow. Um, and so I really fell in love with the industry then. Um, graduated from college and didn't think I'd be able to make a career out of that. The recession hit in 2009, right? And yeah. everybody needed work. And so I actually got a job selling lawn care door-to-door for Scott's Lawn Service, which I did in total for about six years. I took a year off in between there and worked in a job uh, selling advertising business-to-business, which was also soul-crushing. I hated it. <laughs> and, uh, and I just keep coming back to the green industry because I just love the people. Um, I think it's the most incredible. Like you get stories, and you have days at the office, you know, quote unquote, um, when you're landscaping that nobody else gets, and it's just the most tremendous place, and the people are incredible, and so I keep coming back to that because I just want the industry to be successful. Mm-hmm. So uh, fast forward, I, I worked for Scotts. I did that for six years, learned a lot about um, the, the sales and marketing process and how that functions for for lawn care specifically. And I had a friend who was working at this full service landscaper, this this big eight-figure company. And, um, she called me and said, they've got one inside sales guy and that's it. And he's going to get himself fired. <laughs> Those are her exact words. He's going to get himself fired. You need to come in and apply. And sure enough, I did. And sure enough, he got himself fired. So, um, I took over that role and then eventually grew that from me being the only inside sales guy. I took over the marketing department and grew an inside sales team at that company. Um, Wow. In the in the five and a half years I was there, so I learned a lot about the business behind. It. I had to learn those numbers. Yeah, um, and I was fortunate enough. You know, if you're listening to this and you're a business owner, um, I got to do it the non-scary way. Like you, <laughs> you guys have a lot more courage. I have a ton of respect for you because you've had to like really put yourselves out there and and. um you know, like everything depends on you being able to produce that. I got right. to learn on somebody else's dime. Yeah. And now um, I just, I just had really good teachers. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I'm able to find some answers and, and a curious, like I ask a lot of questions, like why? Yeah. Why is it that way? And if I don't know the answer and no one that I worked with know the answer, um, I would go out and find it.
2: Hey guys, it's Marty. Let me take a moment and tell you about the Ramp Rack. This is a pickup insert that eliminates the need to pull a trailer just to haul your equipment. It easily installs on any 1500 to 3500 pickup long or short bed, extending the usable space of your bed by two feet. The Ramp Rack's most popular model for landscapers is the PU-200. It has rear window protection and a removable shelf for push mowers and gas cans. You're going to love this. The Ramp and Dovetail have a weight capacity of 2,000 pounds. Made in Maryland, it comes powder-coated and, of course, built to last for years. Here's what I'm asking you to do. Head over to theramprack.com and, of course, save 10% with the promo code LCR. That's theramprack.com, and, of course, we'll throw the link in the show notes. LCR not only uses the Ramp Rack, but he gives it his highest endorsement.
0: That's learning, right? Learning is growing. So Mm -hmm. there you go. So what were
1: you teaching over in the corner there earlier today? Um, So that was a session on employee recruiting and retention, Um, how to be more effective at that. That's something I'm also really passionate about. And I think that um, there's a couple of key points that that we just are really bad at as an industry. One, um, low-hanging fruit, like easier things to do is create a career ladder, like show people how they can advance. Um, We... Most green industry companies, in my experience, don't have that. And if you just show people how they can make an impact on their paycheck or make an impact on their career trajectory, that makes a huge difference in how they feel about coming to work. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's a good one. Onboarding, like do everything you can to prepare people before they walk in day one. Even little things like where am I supposed to park? Like I know the employee doesn't know that. Right. Where's the time clock? Who do I talk to first when I come in that day? Um, make sure you nail those details down because not only are they going to feel better about it, but you're going to help them get into a position where they're you know, uh, ready to give you billable hours much more quickly. Yeah. right? Like You're going to get productivity out of them much faster. Right. So those are the two places I would start. But there's all kinds of stuff, man. Um, company culture, uh, work-life balance, pay is obviously a big thing. Um, I did some original research just for this conference today um, using a website called talent.com. And what's cool about talent.com is you can search by job title, and you can search across a whole state. And it tells you not only how many openings there are for that state, but what the average pay rate is for that state for that job title. So I searched for landscapers, and I did it across all 50 states. It wouldn't give me Indiana. That's a long story. (laughs) 49 states, right? Yeah. The average... Average salary across the entire United States that we're offering for landscapers is $14.91 an hour. Fast food workers across that same span make $17.20 an hour. That's $2.29 difference, right? Yeah. Like, let's not say people don't want to work. Let's just pay them and they'll come to work for us instead. Right. <laughs> Right, right, right. Wherever you're complaining, if you it's could like, literally well, be raise flipping- your prices,
0: pay more, and then you got people.
1: Yeah, if you could literally be flipping burgers and making $2 more an hour, come on, people. Let's yeah. just not, the narrative that people don't want to work is just false. Yeah, but then also the flip
0: side is, you know, let's not let's not oversimplify it because there are other things. Like, you could, you could pay people... That extra two dollars or whatever it mm-hmm. is, but if you have a terrible work environment, terrible company culture, if you're a terrible leader, then doesn't matter how much doesn't pay matter him. how much you pay. Him because Absolutely, that's the number one reason why people leave anywhere is mm-hmm. is the environment that their boss, the people they work with. Mm-hmm. The second one is money. People yeah. are more willing to get paid less, and if they enjoy where they work, than vice versa.
1: Look, you can pay less. And I'm not telling you not to pay people. <laughs> right, right. All right, Like you should pay your people. Yeah, but you don't have to pay them twenty five bucks an hour. If you're, co- I mean, if arborist is a different thing for yeah. landscapers, right? right like right. like frontline landscaper, like entry level, yeah. I've got to train them from day one. You don't have to pay those people $25 an hour if your company culture is awesome. Yeah. If
0: they enjoy their job and they feel like they're part of something, they're going they to keep like coming every day. They feel like
1: they know what to do. They feel like they know what your expectations are. They feel like they're in a supportive environment. They feel like they've been well-prepared on day one. So we're talking about onboarding again. Right. All those things kind of coalesce. And if, uh, if you're doing all those things... Or at least most of them, well, right. right? Like, you, you, the pay is is actually kind of a secondary thing. So right, right, yeah. Uh, the the, the
0: vent coming through. I'm like, what are they vacuuming? What's going on over here? <laughs> yeah. So um, what is there, Are there any resources? Is it like the blog that you do? Are there any other thing resources that anyone can go to that are listening that want want to get more of all this great knowledge? Yeah. So if you're listening to this, here, let's let's pause. <laughs> Hold on, guys. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, we're back. The old ventrac went by there, not not sponsored at all. But uh, they're <laughs> they're packing up. They went by, making a whole lot of noise. So anyway. Back to what we're saying, what what kind of resources and where could people go to to get more of this great information that you're sharing?
1: Yeah, so uh, Green Industry Perspectives podcast, any any podcast player you listen to, you should be able to find that. Um, That's a whole lot less of me talking, and it's more focused on bringing in industry leaders, whether it's business owners, whether it's vendors that work with a variety, like you know, businesses all over the country. Um, and have been in business for a while, and, and sharing their insights on what makes a successful green industry business. So, uh, you get to hear from people a lot smarter than me. Um, in terms of the resources that we have available that we've created, and that um, you know other landscapers and other tree care companies have found to be valuable, um, you can go to our website. If you go to singleops.com, and there's a, a find the menu. There's like f- right now. Okay, so it's we're recording this on February seventh, right? If you're listening to this like later this year, the website's probably going to look different. We're retooling the website because right now it's not that functional. I hate it. <laughs> um, but if you're going there right now, um, there's like a, a little four dots in the corner of the screen. You click on that, and that's your drop-down menu. There's a resources tab. You'll find all of these free downloadable guides, these best practice guides that I'm talking about. Um, how to market your business, how to what reports that you need to pull by role in the company. So if you're an operations manager, there's articles in there for you about like what reports you need to keep track of. If you're an office manager, right broken down by role in the company these resources are all free so you just go to resources and there's those free guides and then there's also the blog
0: awesome so. wow well thank you jay that was rapid fire hey, appreciate man. it yeah thanks th- so much for
1: having me yeah, on dude th- thank you for being on
0: and uh safe travels we'll back. have to
1: do this in reverse you'll have to come on my show man sounds good i would where, love it where, where are you located out of so i live the single ops is based in atlanta Okay. Um, I live in Northeast Ohio, so I'd record mine remotely generally. Gotcha.
0: Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to do that. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll exchange some information after this and uh, we'll, we'll get after it. Absolutely. Thanks, man. Appreciate it.
2: This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.